Thank you for listening to Spiritual Teachings with Shunyamurti, recorded live at the Sat Yoga Ashram in Costa Rica. To join us for a life-changing meditation retreat, or to make a donation to support this transformational work, please visit our website, www.satyoga.org. To access more teachings or guided meditations from Shunyamurti, please visit the members section of our website or our YouTube channel, Sat Yoga Institute. Namaste. Sat Yoga is the simple shift from semiosis to theosis. Semiosis is the sub-vocal production of signs. Those signs then can be vocalized and expressed somatically. And when they do, then they enter into the collective ecosystem. Because the soul was born into a family ego system, which is a system of sign production, of ongoing semiosis, being born in a jungle of signs, one had to adapt by producing internally signs that were related to and equivalent to the signs that were being received. In the same way that the anteater adapts its snout to the form of the ant colony so it can stick its tongue into that space and create an object that will attract the ants and then retract the tongue. And this creates its relationship to its environment. But if it were to be moved to an environment without ants, its snout would no longer work for it. And those kinds of signs that have materialized in the body cannot be so easily changed. Animals live in an ecosystem which is concretized, but humans live in an ecosystem that can be changed at any moment. But to do that, one must be willing to change one's original sign, which is one's original sin. And this was the answering to the original signal to be what the other wanted you to be, to represent yourself in the way the other wanted you to represent yourself.
in relation to all other others. And thus the internalization of the signs of the original other with whom one was bonded acted as a defense against bonding with any other others and kept one adapted only to that original other and the family system of signs in which that was embedded. And thus, the words, the signs that are secreted in the mind continually are the other's demand that you be a certain way, want certain things and objects, feel certain ways, reject certain things, attach to certain things, and act in ways that will entertain and fulfill the desire of the other to feel that you are a possession of theirs. And so we are possessed by the signs that they gave us and the affects that accompany those signs. The act of meditation is simply to stop emitting such signs in the mind. And then it turns out that that emission of signs in their ordinary patterns constitutes the ego identity. And once there is a certain specific amount of time without the production of signs, the ego identity becomes extinguished. And the freedom of the capacity to create new signs of understanding and the freedom to receive no longer from an external other the meanings of one's reality frees one to receive from the source of all creative intelligence, of all language, of all capacity to express and transmit the ultimate sign of being, the ultimate logos, the ultimate presence to that mind that is beyond all signs all names, all forms, all identities, all limitations, all dualities. And as the consciousness enters into this sky of signlessness, 
leaving behind the forest of those signs that produce egos. One enters into that infinite space of freedom. in which it is realized that even time and space are signs, representations of a process of semiosis, some of which originates with the ego and some of which originates with that supreme creative mind that has produced the cosmos out of archetypal signs. And that through the transcendence even of those cosmic signs, the consciousness enters into that eternal presence that is liberated from all appearance and therefore from all change, from all loss, from all objectification. And it becomes clear that our defilement comes from identification with a sign, that the fall was a fall into a signal to which one was subject to respond. And the anxiety, the alarm, either of being called or not being called, both became threats abandonment or enslavement to the demands of the other were both created through our willingness to respond to the signal of the name linked to the original sign of the I. And thus, the freedom to be was now lost because consciousness became hooked into the demand of the other who could call us out of our silence, precipitating out an ego that came into existence only to serve that other. even if serving it through being an object of its worship. But always being enslaved because our identity was owed to that one who called us into the realm of becoming. And because the sign never corresponds to the thing it purports to represent, there was always a gap 
always a lack, always in inadequacy. And thus every sign required a discourse, a narrative, to occlude the lack, the gap, the differential between the representation and the self attempting to live up to its representation or to live down to it. But once this discourse of the other became implanted in the consciousness, our minds literally became consumed, cannibalized by the other. And there was no longer any space to be ourself because the discourse of the other had now taken over every moment of consciousness. Even the dream space was now colonized by the other. And thus there was no space left even to imagine that we could be other than what our minds continually were telling us, were prodding us onto, were forcing us to feel obliged to actualize. And this is the source of the anxiety, the depression, the bipolarity, and all of the other pathologies of those egoic apparatuses of sign production. Because no matter how many signs are produced, they never are able to conjure up that which they represent and they never receive the response that they were intended to produce, which could bring that enslavement to an end. There is no sign for freedom. Freedom is simply the absence of the sign. Thank you for listening to the Spiritual Teachings with Shunyamurti podcast. For more information on programs and retreats, click on the calendar section of our website, www.satyoga.org. Our work is made possible by the generous support of our listeners, viewers, and members. To make a donation, please visit the donate page of our website. We thank you for your support in our mission to share this timeless wisdom with the world. Namaste.